Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. My friend, you are here for the Friday Faith Follow-Up episode. Um, This is how we close out every week on the Love Your People Well podcast by circling back to the topic of the week and either looking at it from a different angle or diving a little deeper into a biblical passage or principle about this topic, um, or just kind of looking at my experience as a counselor and how that speaks into your life, your family life, as you, you know, work personally on whatever we're talking about for the week. So this week, if you caught our main episode, that was episode 120, we have been looking at using our words, specifically speaking encouraging words, in order to build up our homes. This is a part of our series into Proverbs 14, verse 1. A wise woman builds her home, but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. And we're going to have a little bit of fun today and take a look at 10 ways that a foolish woman tears down her family using only her words. Your words really are that powerful and that impactful. Your words are matter. So um, similar, if you've ever read C.S. Lewis's book, The Screwtape Letters, where he's writing letters like from a senior demon, writing to a junior demon about basically how to mess up life for this Christian. (laughs) Uh, That's basically the same angle here. Okay, so we're going to talk about what what not to do. So by default, you probably want to do the opposite. Now, obviously, in our main episode this week, we went a lot deeper into how your words impact your family um, and scriptures that point us toward how to successfully speak encouraging words to our family. Um, And then we actually had a really deep dive, like specifics of how to use your words well um, with your husband, with your kids for our Patreon community. That's a private podcast for those who support the show. It's literally $5 a month and lots of extra encouragement and uh, resources and things there. So something to consider. But right now, let's dive in and look at 10 ways that, you know, if you really want to mess things up for yourself and your family, please do these things. Uh, With a little asterisk there of me reminding you, please, in reality, do not do these things. Okay, our first item here is if you really want to mess up your family life, not really have a lot of fun together, not get along very well, um, then go ahead and say whatever you're thinking without worrying about it, without thinking about it, without being intentional about it. If the thought pops in your head, say it. That's a great way to uh, bring about some conflict or hurt feelings or, you know, really just tear down your family. Number two. Make sure that you're going to call people bad names, right? Like if you really want to go hardcore here, there are curse words that you can use. But even even knowing what's 
unique for your daughter, your son, your husband. You probably have noticed they really love it when you say, you know, how kind they are or how thoughtful they are. So make sure if you want to be foolish, you want to tear things down, say the opposite. (laughs) It doesn't have to be actual name calling. It could just be cruel things that you're pointing out about them. If you really want to mess things up, call people bad names. Number three, uh, make sure to tell your kids that they should just follow their heart. Or maybe a similar way here, make sure to tell your kids that they're always right. They're not going to mess anything up. If uh, something didn't go well, it's obviously someone else's fault. If they failed the math quiz, well, it's obvious that their teacher is dumb. Make sure that you're telling them this a lot so that they can build up their pride. They can create that that ego that's completely reliant on doing things right and getting their little participation award. Make sure that they know their heart is never sinful. It's never going to lead them in a bad direction. This just feels weird as a little aside. Like it's kind of funny to think about ways to be foolish, but it feels weird to say it in a way of like, hey, please do this. But you're smart. You know what we're doing here. All right. Number four, if you want to be a foolish woman tearing down your family, use the phrase like phrases like I told you so as often as possible. People love to hear that. Things aren't going well. Well, I told you, you probably shouldn't do that. Oh, you're really upset because something um, happened. Ah, you know, well, if you listen to me, I don't think that would have happened. Those are, you know, really encouraging phrases, says sarcastic Jessica. (laughs) Number five, you want to be that foolish woman, lie. Lie to your husband. Lie to your kids. Keep secrets. Don't be honest. That will definitely tear down your family. Number six, if you get angry, don't worry about that. Just let your emotions out. Yell, scream, slam a door. Let those emotions out as quickly as you can because it's going to make you feel good. Okay, number seven, you want to be a foolish woman tearing down your home? Hold your ground, my friend. You get in an argument, you hold your ground. You realize you were wrong? Mm, You're not going to admit that. You're going to hold your ground. You need to win every argument and that will tear down your marriage. It will tear down your relationship with your kids. Number eight, foolish, foolish, foolish. Don't bother to pray for your family. Like, why would you waste your time with that? No, you don't need to pray for them. You don't need to come to the Lord seeking wisdom for how to interact with your family. Don't bother. Number nine, Make sure to complain and point out to your husband every time he forgets something, every time he messes something up, he really, really needs to know. So don't let him forget. You probably want to bring it up a few times. You might want to point it out, you know, even after he's apologized or even after if think you think he's moved on, that's a really good time to bring it back up. Okay, number 10, and then we will move past the sarcasm and close out with uh, maybe a little more encouragement. Number 10, the number 10 way you can be foolish and tear down your family using only your words is to make sure to vent and complain to your girlfriends, to your mom, to anyone who will listen about things that you dislike about your home or your kids or your husband. Make sure that your girlfriends, your mom, everyone who cares about you knows what a martyr you are taking care of your people. 
and how messed up they are, making your life more difficult. Okay, let me give a little bonus idea here. Not your words per se, but your nonverbals. If you really want to tear down your home, make sure that you're crossing your arms a lot, that you're, you know, fuming and glaring and like you're, you may not say the words, but you're going to let people know when you are in a grumpy mood. Make sure you're looking at your phone more than you're looking at your people. Friends, I got to wrap this up. (laughs) We obviously know that these are ways that we will tear down our family because your words are powerful. The phrases that you use, the things that you focus on in your conversations, the way, like I said there at the end, the way you use your, your facial expressions, your body language, all of that is communicating something to your family. It is so easy to foolishly use our words in ways that tear people down because you're not in reality, you're not going to think about it as bluntly and sarcastically as I was just putting it. Let's think about number seven, hold your ground in every argument. You're probably not thinking in the moment, I have to win. You're probably not thinking in the moment, I don't care that I'm wrong and I've realized that my husband is right. I can never admit that. Now, I'm not going to say that thought would never cross your mind, but generally we don't intentionally talk this way or act this way. It just happens because our pride kicks in or we get defensive or we're just lazy, we're tired, we're just not thinking about it. So be careful. We hit on that really hard in episode 120, our main episode this week. Um, Not just looking at the impact of our words, but reminding ourselves how important it is to be intentional. And I want to give that same reminder today. My friend, I hope and I pray that you will never, ever, ever do any of these 10 things that we just talked about. (laughs) But I do hope that they are a reminder for you, maybe even of how easy it is to slide into a pattern of talking or thinking that's not actually helpful. And I hope they are a reminder or maybe even an encouragement that when you do the opposite of what we just listed out, it's going to have a positive impact. Instead of number five, lying to your husband or kids, tell the truth. When you tell the truth, you are a wise woman building up your home. When you lie, you are a foolish woman tearing down your home. Sometimes it really is that cut and dry, that simple, that straightforward. So I hope this was kind of a different take that maybe gets you thinking a little bit about how you're using your words with your family. Let me wrap us up today with a word of prayer. Lord God, I pray for the families of every woman listening right now, everyone in this community, the Love Your People Well community. Help us, Lord, to love our people well with our words. Help us to avoid every single thing that I just listed out today. Help us, Lord, by the power of your spirit, by your presence in our lives and in our homes, to be wise women, to use our words for encouragement and building up. Lord, we need you, and I pray you will guard our tongues and lead every moment of our interactions with our husband, with our kids, 
and even just inside our own minds, Lord, as we think about who we are and what we're going to say and what we're going to do. We lay all of this at your feet, Lord, trusting in the goodness of Jesus. Amen. All right, friends, we're going to wrap up here. Make sure to um, subscribe to the podcast and check out the blog. If you're like a blog person rather than a podcast person, at least once in a while, we have um, really ramped up and improved the blog over at loveyourpeoplewell.com. So that's a great place to find resources and get some encouragement outside of your earbuds <laughs> and maybe even copy a link and send it to a friend or uh, you know save it on Pinterest or something for some future encouragement. Uh, everything we do on the podcast is showing up on the blog and sneak peek, we're going to start having some extra little like mini blog posts, not as in-depth as our podcast, but some little mini blog posts popping up there as well. So check it out on the website or join the email list if you're not on there, because I always send out, you know, a heads up on a new episode or soon some extra new blog posts that aren't necessarily going to show up on the podcast. So lots of fun stuff going on there. Just wanted to highlight that for you. But make sure my friend, we are back next week with episode 121. And until then, Hugs and blessings to you, my friend. I'll talk to you soon.